and welcome to Drunk Mythology. I am your co-host, Krista Hunsaker. And I'm your co-host, Christian Madonna. And today we are picking up part where we left off. Part, part two, mm-hmm. Jason and the Argo Naughty Boys. That's right, Jason and the 40-some Argo Naughty Boys, and we all ready to take off. They are on their way. They just survived the crashing rocks via the prophecy of Phineas, and they are continuing on their quest for the Golden Fleece to get Jason his crown back. They're sailing off to to Colchis. Sailing, sailing upon the ocean blue. Yep. Muppet's Treasure Island, here they go. Yeah, they're sailing to Colchis. They're sailing to Colchis. That's right. And, and they, they, they're going to fight all... They're on the way, they're going to fight off some giants on Giant Island. Right, there's like... They, they come across many obstacles along the way. So you what you mentioned in the previous episode, Your this typical, time... Typical adventures. Right, this time it's like there's a whole island of giants that they end up like bypassing or fighting off, you know? And they actually pass by the mountain that has Prometheus on it. Yeah, they're over by the caucuses now, and they go, they go do a little swing by Prometheus, and uh, you know. Uh, you may remember Prometheus as the uh, Titan who brought fire to man, and thus you're gave welcome. them <laughs> right, thus gave them the intelligence of humankind. So he was chained to a rock by Zeus to have a eagle eat his liver out every day and have it grow back every night. Because Zeus hates man, like Zeus does not want you to. Succeed. Right, they want you know servitude, <laughs> not intelligent life forms. Prometheus was all about like, no, these are good people. And right. Zeus was like, mm, no, fuck, fuck them. Him. So they pass by Prometheus, and they're like, should we help them? Nah. And so then they keep going. Don't worry, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules comes back, and he helps. Right, so if you listen to our Hercules episode, then you will hear how Hercules helped save Prometheus, and that's fantastic. So they just kind of leave Prometheus there, and they're on their way to Colchis. So they find, they've, Jason and the boys, finally. They finally get to Colchis, and uh, and who are they going to meet? They're going to meet King 1980s. Right, King Aedes, who, as you may remember from the previous episode, is the current owner of the Golden Fleece, right? So yeah, he's Frix there. Yeah, Frix has done sacrifice that Golden Fleece in front of him, and uh, now King Aedes owns the Golden Fleece, and King Aedes is not, uh, he don't take too kindly Well, to... at first he welcomes them, and it says, hello, fellow travelers, what's up? In sort of a faux welcome in the no, back. No, no, no. The but then, the but then he finds out what they're actually after, which is the golden fleece, and then he turns frosty to them. He's like, "Nah, bitches! My dragon in the Garden of Ares is protecting this. Fuck you!" As you may recall from the first episode. Right. So Jason is like, "Listen, I really need this golden fleece. What can I do?" And Aedes, like every Greek quest giver, if you're a Greek king, you have got a list of impossible tasks. Right? Fucking In your like, pocket, ready to go. You got like the yellow pages of impossible tasks. You just pull out your pocket and you got, oh, 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 this, this demigod hero's showing up for something from me. Nah, fuck that. Let me give him an impossible task. Right, so he's no different. So he gives um, Jason the task of first you gotta corral my bronze sharp hooved. Oh, they, like, they got fire the, 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 like bronze, bronze hooved. Bronze hooved. They're sharp, though. That's important. Bronze, uh, is, bronze is sharp, guys. Right. Fire-breathing bulls. You gotta get them corralled, and then you need to sow the fields, yeah, plant need, the you, seeds. You need to use these bulls that you've corralled to plow the fields mm-hmm. so that uh, you may sow them. Yep, sow the seeds of my warriors, and then kill them. What What the seeds be, though, is dragon teeth. You must use some dragon teeth to sow them 
fields. And then children of the corn, poop, they pop out and boom, they're boom. warriors. Boom, that shit germinates and grows real quick and them, them dragons. They're like giant warriors. If you have plowed your fields with some fire-breathing bronze bulls and you plant some dragon seeds, then they're gonna spring up and sprout out of the ground some spear-wielding immortal warriors. And they can be angry. Right, and he's like, you need to feed them. And so um, Jason is like, sounds impossible, but okay. I and guess I'll do that. I mean, I really need that golden fleece because I want to be king real bad. Right. So he's got no choice. So meanwhile, in the kingdom of the gods, bleep, Mount Olympus. Right, we have Hera, the one who favors Jason because of certain events. Listen to the last episode if you haven't already. You know, go listen. Pause. Go listen. This is a part two, guys. Resume. We're back in it. So Hera has favor of Jason, and she goes to Aphrodite, the goddess of love and, you know, companionship, that sort of thing. And is like, hey, I need your help so that Jason can succeed in this task. This and is Aphro- an impossible task. Right, and Aphrodite is like, fuck you, bitch. What have you done for me? <laughs> and Hera's like, fuck you, bitch, child. Wait. Who's Aphrodite? Is Aphrodite? Aphrodite's like her, like, aunt. It's really weird. Is Aphrodite a child of Zeus or is she a child She's of... She's a child of... Poseidon? Cronus. Cronus. She's a child... She a child... Well, in some... No. Uranus. No, no, no. Yeah, in some... Uranus. Some, some versions, she's a child of Uranus's uh, dick Which gots... Gets cut... Gets cut... No, cr- Cronus is Saturn. Gets cut off, tossed into the sea... Right. By Cronus. Right. Cronus tosses that dick into the sea... So she's actually her, Hera's aunt. She's like Hera's aunt. She's, you know, Aphrodite's goddess, but she's she's kind of pretty close to Titan level. Right, so Aphrodite wants nothing to do with Hera until Hera mentions the magic words, which gets Aphrodite's blood fucking pumping, is mess with the romantic interests of mortal lives. And Aphrodite's like, hell yeah, that is my shit. I am the matchmaker. Call me Emma. Let's fucking do this. Oh, yeah. Aphrodite's behind every season of Bachelor and all that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think it's Chris Hardwick? It's Aphrodite. It's Aphrodite. I don't know who runs Bachelor, but it's Aphrodite. Uh, the, the Bachelorette, the Bachelor, Aphrodite. Aphrodite, it's 100%. Aphrodite. Yeah, Beauty and the Geek, Aphrodite. This so. season of The Bachelor, <laughs> Aphrodite. Aphrodite. She's the executive producer, look it up. So, Aphrodite is like, hell yeah, I want to mess with the, uh, like, romance lives of mortals. That's my M.O. And some immortals. Right. So she enlists in the help of her son, Eros, who is, you know, Cupid. Little uh, guy uh, yeah, with arrows. I was going to say Eros. Oh, wait, you mean... You I mean, mean Cupid. You mean that, bo- that Seraphim, that boy Cupid. Right. So that's her son. So she's like, yo, my boy, go shoot Medea, the daughter of Aedes. Aedes got a daughter and she a magical lady. And she, she she's magical, about the she's, same age She's as, a magical uh, pretty princess lady, same age as Jason. And, right. Uh, it's a good match. You know, pretty, go shoot her with an good, arrow. Pretty good match. Give her, that, give her that good old arrow love. Right. So Eros flies down, finds Medea, princess again. Cupid arrow. Co- Cocolus. Cocolus. Yes. Cocolus. Fuck. <laughs> the island where the golden fleece is kept. Medea's princess. It's Colchis. 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 Fuck. It's Colchis, guys. Guys, it's Colchis. Medea is princess of Colchis. So Eros comes down. I've got you in my sights. Like, Soldier 76 special. Shot through the heart and you're to blame. You give love a bad name. Yo, yo, but really, Eros does give love a bad name. He does. So Medea gets shot with Eros's arrow and immediately falls for Jason. She sees Jason and his love at first arrow it's, shot. It's 80s, like you said. Da, 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 da. I know, I know 
80s prom style. She fucking Molly Ringwald's hard for that, Jason boy. Exactly. So much so that she turns against her father and actually gives Jason the keys to winning the challenge. Oh, yeah. So so Jason's got this impossible task, and he, you know, it's the night before. And Jason's like, well, 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 well Argonauti boys, it's been a good ride. We're gonna, we're gonna try our best. I'm gonna try my best tomorrow. Mm, I might die. But, but, but Medea is coming in. Yeah, Medea comes in. She meets with Jason. She's like, hey, um, I think you're really cute. Oh, God, I can't believe I said that loud. Anyway, um, here's some ointment. This, just spread it on your hot bites. I mean, your, your arms, um, and your whole body, you know, um, and that will make you, like, immortal for the next 24 hours. Put some of this gold bond on that hot bod. It's tiger balm, actually. Don't get it near your eyes. It'll sting. Or your genitals. <laughs> or your dick, you know. Yeah, for some reason I picture Medea as a 12-year-old prepubescent boy. Medea <laughs> definitely did not sound like that. Shut up, that's how Medea sounds to she me. She sounded like a lady. She was like 20. Hey there, Jason. Jason. I think you're really cute. I think you're cute. Do you want to go out after my shift at the movies? Right. We could see the new Batman. I got some immortal tiger balm for you. So basically, Jason is like, thanks, girl. You're real sweet. Hey, because like the whole Ryan Gosling, like, hey, girl. And Medea just fucking melts. So Jason like rubs the tiger balm but, all but, over his body. But, but like metaf- metaphorically melts. Yeah, no, she doesn't actually melt. That's crazy. That's, that's ridiculous. That's, that's, no, that's, that's ridiculous, wouldn't happen. Christian. That's that wouldn't ridiculous. happen. Right. <laughs> so, so Jason rubs that magic ointment all over himself, gets a plus 10 to armor rating, his AC goes up, he's ready to face his bulls. SPF 30. Oh, but Medea also imparts upon him a little bit of knowledge. She's like, hey, Jason, when you <laughs> face off... Talk to... It's my girl you, voice. You are a girl. Just talk now. <laughs> hey, Jason, when you face off against those... <laughs> those no! <laughs> those dragon teeth warriors, um, I'm gonna need you to throw a rock at them and uh, just watch what'll happen with that. She's... she's, she's so- you're right. This, uh, this is how it happened. Dramatic reenactment. This is how it happened. She, 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 nervous fourteen year old boy laughed uh, as she was like, "Jesus, you got a pop of rock out in front of these dragon teeth men, and they're gonna go wild." <laughs> Uh, you know, so Jason's like, all right, sounds good to me. You know, I had no plan, but this is more <laughs> this plan. This is more than my plan, which more, was none. <laughs> this is more than my zero plan, so I guess I'll try that. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, Jason goes out to the fields. He sees the bulls, which are terrifying. They are huge. They are bronze. Br- bronze hooves. Bronze hooved, like super sharp razor blade hooves. Yeah, like ice skaters, they're so, ready to like go. Like fucking Cretan bulls. These, these fucking bulls. They're blowing literal fire out of fucking their noses. 1995 Chicago bulls. These bulls. These bulls are ready to party. Bull in a grease shop. So they're ready to go. So they... Jason, Ferdinand the bull Oscar contender of 2017. We don't these mention bulls. That. We, we don't mention that. So Jason gets these bulls in order. He by, grabs them by the horns, you he, know? He, he grabs them by the horns. <laughs> he, he grabs life by the horns. Outback Steakhouse. He gets it by the horns. There's no rules here, just right. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ, so many brand endorsements. Okay, so he grabs those bulls by the horns and throws them on the ground because he's invincible. You know, he's fearless right <laughs> he's like, now. like, and I'll plow these fields, you bitches. Right. He strings them together to plow the fields. He's got the dragon teeth from King Aedes. I got a pocket, got a pocket full of dragon got teeth. Got a pocket full of dragon teeth. So he throws them on the ground, you know, and then as soon as they hit the ground and get plowed, you know, whatevs, they pop up as full-grown giant warrior men. Immortal spear-wielding men. And they're terrifying because there's like hundreds of them. And they've got, they got faces. Right. They might have faces, but I, I don't picture them with faces. They don't really have descriptions. Yeah, they're just... It, you take them as you will. Yeah, they, they pop out of the ground the from mummies dragon from the teeth. mummy too, you know, whatevs. Whatever you want to envision, here they are. Yeah. So they pop out of the ground, ready to fight. And Jason's like, I remember what Medea said. And so he's just like, tosses a little rock and it hits one of them but it wasn't really a rock it was a rock, rock lobster. lobster and it hits one of it them it was a rock <laughs> and he turns around and says hey why are you throwing things and the other one's like I didn't throw anything and the other one's like yo you want to fight about it and the other one's like bring it on and rips his shirt and they're like fuck you and you're like no fuck you no, fuck you and so they just like you know bare knuckle boxer fight each other until all of them are decimated by sheer miscommunication they kill each other <laughs> right, because they all th- they all thought that one or the other attacked the other, and it really just came from Jason. It's the greatest insult, really. Miscommunication, really. That's how it all stems. That's how it all ends. Right. So, <laughs> Jason's like, well, that took care of itself. And he went to go get the Golden Fleece, but Aedes was like, I'm not going to tell you where it is. Luckily, Medea knew. Hey, you'll never find the Golden Fleece in the Grove of <laughs> The Grove of Ares. Protected by the dragon that is up three hills. At to latitude the left. and longitude. Damn it! Damn it! Ah, nuts! I mean, it is not there, of course. And Jason's like, oh, well, it's not there. Of course, yeah. And then Medea's like, no, it's fucking there. Right. So Medea leaves leads them on this journey to the Grove of Ares where they find the Golden Fleece guarded by a motherfucking dragon. It's a dragon. It's got it's got my smell. Smart. It's so cool. So this dragon is there, like, wrapped around the tree that has the fleece on it. And Medea's like, yo, boy, I got this. I saw Harry Potter. I'm ready. She goes in. She sings a lullaby. A lullaby. That's how you get the dragons. A lullaby. or the lullabies. Or, like, does, like, a little, like, mystical sleeping potion, midnight style. No, she she does a song, the music, you know, the go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, giant dragon. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's the go Lord of the, the Rings classic. Go the fuck go to the sleep. Go the fuck to sleep, Giant dragon. dragon. <laughs> um, so it does. And Jason is able to sneak in, like, unpin the golden fleece from the tree and take Yoink. it and go. Right, yoink, it's gone. So they make their hasty escape. But they are pursued by Medea's father, Aedes. Yeah, fucking Aedes is like, I've never intended for you to have the fleece, you ass! This fleece is not for lease, he says. Um, and Medea's like, you know, that's how it goes. And so she cuts up her brother, who either, like, she, she kidnapped or she convinced to come with him, one or the other. But anyway, she cuts up her brother. Oh, Al- no, oh, oh, no, yeah. Uh, her brother asked Peter just, um, he, he shows up, unlikely he just was to either, get killed. he was either on the Argo with them, or he was sailing, like, right behind them. He's like them. the red shirt of the Star Trek Yeah, yeah Asperitus is here just to get just killed. Just to get killed. 
And fucking Medea's the one who commits the siblicide. She just like She cuts him she up. She cuts him up and tosses him overboard. And King Aedes dis he uh, he stops his pursuit of the Argo because he kind of He needs to gather the pieces of his son of from his, the ocean. Of his boy. Which is crazy. Like, wow, Medea, damn girl. Damn girl, that's cruel. as fuck. That that's cruel. That's like, cruel. You pick, that's your brother. Right. So Medea's head over heels for Jason at this point. And they... Medea will fucking kill for Jason. She has. She has and she will. So they continue on their way. And on the way, they actually come across the Isle of Crete. Yeah, which is fucking at, Cretans. Right, which is actually at this point guarded by Talos, who is a bronze man the size of the Colossus of Rome. Yeah, he's Rhodes. exactly. Sorry, exactly. Colossus of Rhodes. Exactly, he's this giant Colossus. He's like 60 feet just tall. Just like the Colossus of Rhodes. Is and Talos. he's entirely a bronze man. And he was given to King Minos by Hephaestus, who was the blacksmith and champion of the gods. You know, Vulcan. Right. So Talos, who was arguably the first automaton, which is super cool in this steampunk girls appreciation. Oh, yeah. Tom's pretty fucking cool. You know. Fucking yes. First steampunk automaton. Let's do this. Oh, the Elder Scrolls Lord. He's one of the nine. Is he? Yeah. That's Talos? Yeah, that's Tiber Septim. He's the Nord who uh, leads and forms the First Empire. Does he? He he ascends to Godhood. He becomes one of the nine. Does he also have the Clockwork City? Because that would be awesome. Oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of the steampunk one. You're thinking of the gods of uh, the Tribune. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, the Vivix brother. Sothra Soul. Sothra Soul. Sothra Soul. Yeah. We gotta, I mean, that's that's an episode all about that, Elder Scrolls. Listen, guys, lore. we'll do an, an Elder Scrolls lore later if you want it. If you want it, let's. But us anyway, know. Talos is anyway, where this is Talos. where the Talos comes from. Sorry, sorry, Talos, who was the first bronze man, you know, whatever. He's like sixty feet tall. He's guarding the island of Crete. So basically, the Argo sails nearby, and they're like, "Oh shit, we're gonna be crushed by this bronze man hurtling basically mountains into the he's ocean." He's so big. He's so bronze! He's so Australia gold. So they're so ready for him to crush him, but Medea falls to her knees and does a chant and like an incantation and a prayer. And what happens is as Talos raises one of the boulders to strike them down, he actually nicks like his heel. Which is the only fragile part of his body. Of course. Of course. There's some sort of super, you know. Oh, oh my god, right? Oh no. His weakness is his heel. Never, Achilles is dead. Take note of this. Never heard of this. Right? It's great. I love that it ties in like the Trojan War aspect of Achilles. And it's so good. So he nicks his heel and it's basically like um, A magic black... blood oil spill. Yeah, basically like a black blood BP oil spill all up in this like a GNC. And he falls dead. So Medea kills him by magic, which is awesome. So they pass by that unharmed. They continue on. They pass by several other things. And they eventually end up back in Thessaly. Yeah, they're back in Thessaly. They're back to Peleus. And, uh... That bitch Peleus. And and Jason's like, uh, hey, Peleus. I did the thing you asked for. I got the golden... Please, are you ready to give up the throne? And Peleus is like, no. Shit, Jason. I never expected this. I thought you would die. I, I actually threatened your father and threatened to kill him. I, I didn't expect you to bring back the Golden Fleece. I expected you to die, Mr. Jason. Right. So Jason is like, all right, Medea, I need you to do one more thing for me. Can you kill Peleus for me? And Medea's like, I got you, boo. I can kill him super cruel-like. And he's like, yeah. Do it super cruel. Right. So Jason puts her up to this. So Medea goes and, like, she does this feat where she brings a old... No, it's Jason's dad. She brings Jason's dad, who's, like, super old. Phrixus is old now. Or it's... no, Aeson. Aeson. It's, like, it's it's either or. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aeson. Um, yeah, yeah. Either or. She Depending breaks. on your myth, but it could be an old man or it could be old man Aeson. Yeah, it could be Aeson or it could be an old sheep um, is actually what happens. Um, and she cuts them up and puts them into a pot, utters an incantation over the pot, and then outsprings either a young Ace and Jason's father or a young uh, lamb. The sheep, you know, baby sheep pops up. You know, Medea had a little basically, lamb. Yeah, basically it's like you take someone old, you do a little spell, you, you cut them up, yeah, you, you boil yeah, you them, slice them, them, you dice stew. them, boil them, put them in a stew. Yeah, and basically they pop out a younger version of themselves. Yeah, yeah, baby lamb. So she demonstrates this, and Pelias' daughters see her do this, and they're like, hey, our father's pretty old at this point. And he wants to, he wants to live forever, so let's do this. Right, so Pelias' daughters think it's a really good idea that we should do this for our father. We it's, should trust Medea. She's not a biased party in this at all. No, she's the only one who can do this sort of magic. So they enlist in her help to make Pelias young again. So Medea instructs them, hey, here's a sleeping potion. Give it to your father and let uh, let him sleep through this. And they're like, cool. So they take the potion. They give it to their father. They're like, don't worry, dad. Just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. Don't worry. Yeah, here's a couple of Ambien. Don't worry. Just, just sleep. Just You're sleep, you with Prince bitch. Yeah. yeah, you got this. So they put him to sleep. They cut him up and they put him in the pot for Medea to say the incantation but when they go to turn to Medea she's gone. Oh Medea just like walks Medea away. Medea just like peace. It's like no. So the horror of it dawns on them that they murdered their father with no way to bring him back. They committed some patricide. They did which is horrible in Greek mythology. Oh well, yeah well, it's horrible in the day. Right. Don't commit patricide guys. So these daughters are just absolutely grief stricken. However the word gets out that this is Medea's doing so Medea and Jason actually have to flee. Yeah. So they have come, they came back to Iolcus so that Jason could succeed by his right to take the throne from from um Pelias. from Pelias. from fuck fuck his face Pelias. <laughs> and uh but now he's been murdered and Jason and Medea they are they skip town they're they're the guilty party and and they skip town they are exiled which is crazy because they don't even get to be king and queen of their own place they, they have even, to go to what is it they 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 leave by exile and. Uh, uh, now we step into Euripides' Medea story. Now, now we're getting to the Greek tragic play, so... It's, a, it's about to get tragic from here. They here go we to get Corinth. They go Corinth. To, they, go to, uh, they go to Corinth. You know, they are both exiles from their own lands now. Medea, far, far from Iolcus. Jason, far from Colchis. Mm-hmm. So they go to Corinth. They go to the island of Corinth, and they live there for a while, actually. Yeah, they actually have two they, boys. They make a name for themselves. You know, Jason, still, he's still a hero of some consequence there yeah, on the Yeah, he probably got that elixir of valor or whatever you, the fuck. You know. Um, at, at this point, most of the Argonauts have gone off, and they are doing their own adventures now. Right, Castor and Pollux are gearing up for the you Trojan know, gear, War. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hercules has been doing them labors, or he done them Peleus had Achilles. And he's like, this is my boy. Adelanda's I remember the whole Talus myth, but I'm not going to say anything. I don't know. Adelanda and the Leaguer are killing the Caledonian boar. We're getting... I guess we'll, that's we'll get, before we'll, the Caledonian boar. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to all that. But basically, it's Medea and Jason. And Medea, you know, they're in Corinth. They live happily ever after they for, have two for, boys. for a bit in Corinth, and they have two boys, but Jason has this... He's got ambition. He's got ambition. He wants to rise above his station. Right, so he catches the eye of the daughter of the king of 
Corinth, Creon. Not to be confused with Oedipus's, uh, with Jocasta's brother Creon, who is the successor to Oedipus in the and kingdom Thebes. Of, of Thebes. Now that is, I thought they were the same that, person that, until like two days ago. That is the story of Oedipus Rex, and we will we will eventually get to that so story. So not the, not the Creon of Thebes, the Creon of Corinth. I know it's confusing. Just there there could me. be two Creons. Have you ever met two Georges? Yeah, there's there's multiple. There's more yeah, than Yeah, Creon is such a popular name. It's such a popular name in ancient Greek kings, Grecian kings. So this is Creon, uh, the king of Corinth, and he got a daughter, Colossae. Class. She's a young, possibly like 17-year-old girl to Jason's 43. You know, whatever. It's a match made in Greek heaven. In Zeus's Olympic heaven. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> this is definitely Zeus is like this is right. Right. So <laughs> Jason is Zeus, like Zeus, the Woody Allen of the gods. God, right. Um. So Zeus Jason, right. Jason is like, hey, Glaucy, is that her name? Sure. Glossy. I think you're super cute. Let's I, get married. And Glossy's like, don't you have a wife? And he's like, what wife? <laughs> he's like, oh, what wife? And Medea's like, excuse me, boy? Say what, mate? <laughs> Say what, mate? Yeah, so Medea is understandably pissed because Jason is fucking marrying another wife without her consent. And King Creon's like... King Creon's all fucking for it. It's like, oh, Klaus and Jason? Yeah, Jason. Yeah, second wife, whatever. Jason has a wife? No, no, Jason's about to have a wife. He's just yeah, he's about he's to have a daughter. better wife. He's about to have a better wife. It's my daughter. He's going to be... He's no my... shade on Gla- Glaucy, who has nothing to do with this. She's just a pawn in the game, right? Yeah, truthfully, Glaucy and Creon are both just like, you There's know... There's pawns in the game. They're just like, yeah, you're going to you be know, the second wife. You know, Jason seems like a suitable husband for Glaucy, and then Creon and Glaucy are both happy with this. Right? Jason's it's really, it's happy really with not, this. It's really not an evil on their part. No, not no, at all. It's an evil on Jason's part. What the fuck, Jason? Right, because he didn't consult Medea at all. Oh, and so Medea is You made Medea pissed. do some shit. You owe her. She's your wife. Right, so Medea is pissed, understandably, because she murdered for Jason. She left her home for Jason. She committed, she committed, committed suicide. She committed patricide. She killed, she killed Peleus. She killed her brother Asperitus. She killed Lot. Feminist rant here. Jason is, like, his whole personality changes with Euripides' uh, drama of the This theater. play of Medea. Right. You, uh, Jason was, like, a hero. He was all cool, whatever. In this play, he's a fucking dick. And Medea gets the short end of the staff, and she's still portrayed as the villain. Fuck that. Medea did everything to help Jason along the way. And then when you see from her perspective, it's so much more tragic. I mean, I feel like, you know, at the beginning when it was received, it wasn't received well, but eventually they realized, wait a second, no, 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 no. Medea's the Medea's protagonist. Medea's the protagonist. Jason is actually the villain and is not through his own cruelty, but rather his own weakness in which he is the villain. Right? Medea is the hero still. So, you know how Medea basically did fucking everything in the Golden Fleece? Yeah, what the fuck did Jason actually do? Nothing. Male privilege. So, Medea is like, fuck no, were you taking this new wife behind my back? And Jason is super rude to her in Euripides' play. He's like, Medea, I never cared about you. This is all Eris is doing. You're under a spell. Like, all this shit. He just throws at her. You were so cruel. Jason's just like, you killed your brother. Can you believe that? And she's like, you told me to. You killed Peleus. Oh my god, I can't believe you were so cruel. Right. And Medea's like, I did it all for you, for love, to rise you up. And Jason's like, I, I didn't ask for that. Right, so Jason just, like, completely, like, pumps away the responsibility. This is a full 180. Euripides did not like Jason, apparently. 
Right, apparently. So, Medea decide in this version, Medea decides to take revenge on Jason for taking another wife without her consent. So, she actually drenches a robe in poison. Oh, yeah. She poisons the which shit is, out of these golden robes. It's like a family heirloom. Maybe. Which is, if you want a D&D item, this is fucking great. It, poison robes. Poison Listen. robes. And they're, they're, like, they're like a family heirloom because uh, Medea, Medea's not just the daughter of Aedes. She comes from a god line from like Hyperion, from Helios, from the gods of the sun. Right, she's descendant of the gods. She's really smart. She's got to like be tuned with magic. She's a witch. It's where she gets all her magic. It's like, listen. Which witch is witch? If you're going to marry a beautiful witch, you ain't going to leave her for a younger, more beautiful girl. Especially when she's not so head over heels for you. Yeah, excuse me. Fuck you, Jason. So basically, Medea poisons the robe, gives it to Jason's younger wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gives it to Klaus. She gives the gosh she's like jason listen i i guess i was overreacting you know you're right you're right you deserve a younger wife of course i was wrong yes take you know what let me give her this gift of my blessing here's these fanciful robes and dresses and coronets and whatever else here let her what are those things that um the girls wear for prom uh corsages corsages fucking corsages fucking poison corsage i I think it's probably poison crown uh whatever coronet is hairpins yeah yeah exactly safety pins all that stuff and they were all poisoned and that shit was poisoned as fuck so as soon as Klaus was like, oh, thank you so much. I will wear this on my wedding day. It'll be beautiful. I'll try or the, it on. Or right now. Yeah. 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 You let me try, try it on. Let me try it on. And Klaus, you know, to be fair. She was actually an innocent party. She was just naive. She was just. She was like maybe 17. She was just like know. a little princess who was beautiful and fair and was just like, oh, Jason's this hero. You know, I think I would love him. And she puts on this poisoned ass bitch. gifts for Medea. And she fucking, she melts. She just like raises the lost ark, opens up the ark, melts. Yeah, her face melts, her skin melts because it's like an acid. She's on the like unrecognizable, garments. and the only one who's like my daughter is, is King Creon. King Creon bursts in and is like, oh no, my only daughter. And he goes and he grabs her and he's like, no. And uh, but, but just by proxy, you know, he gets affected by his golden poison robes too, and he dies too. All right, so he is affected. Wiped out this uh, Corinth's monarchy. He's like two birds on song. Boom. Right. She made regicide. Yeah. Um, so she when oh, yeah. so when she goes back to her place, she realizes what she's done, and it kind of dawns on her, and she has this whole inner monologue, and she ultimately decides decides that to kill her own children by her own hands would be more merciful than selling them into slavery or having someone else kill them. Or also because you know what Jason cares about more than me, our children. Fuck Jason. Right. So there's like the two different sort of schools here where it's either like Medea's like I'm gonna get revenge on Jason by killing their our kids or I'm gonna show them mercy by killing them myself I, I kind of like to think of it like Medea at this point is like nah fuck Jason Fuck everyone. It's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, at this the point, kids represent Jason at this at point. At this point, those kids are just a reminder. Oh, fuck their names. They're, they're done. Right. So Medea murders her own children. Jason busts in being like, you killed my wife, you killed the king, what the fuck is wrong with you? He busts in, sees the dead children, and here's the best thing. Like a boss, Medea is there, full chariot, drawn by not one, two 
fucking dragons. They, like, kick open the giant palace doors and there's these dragons. Yeah, a dragon chariot with her two dead sons on either side of her in the chariot. She done killed them. And she's, like, got the sunglasses and she's like, peace, Jason. The, the glass. Fuck you. The glasses pop on. She's like, da 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 She's a motherfucking D.O.G. She she deuces out of there, just completely done with deuces. Like, that's the best part. In this, like, Helios Hyperion, like, sun god chariot drawn by dragons. Two dragons, motherfucking dragons. And she's like, Jason, by the way, one last curse. Fuck you, your ship's gonna kill you. Right, so she... I'm out to Athens. King Aegeus has given me... A home there. Right, so she just pieces out of there on a dragon-drawn chariot, which is how I want to leave every awkward situation I've ever been in. And she is gone. Any, so Jason, yeah, anything goes south, you fucking ride out on some dragons. God, it's like, right? you win that argument. You win that argument, girl. So Jason is just, like, he's still, at this point in Euripides' play, he doesn't blame himself, he blames Medea. So his whole thing is his falling with that, and then he ends up getting actually crushed by the rotting carcass of the Argo. That's the ultimate curse Medea leaves which, on him. Which is such like a poetic justice oh, end to that. Oh my god. It's, it's a sad end to that because Jason's personality changed 180 from Euripides to the rest of the dude, story. Jason got to Corinth and just was a different person. He was yeah. no longer the hero, the valor, Which makes sense because like Euripides' story was written like hundreds of years later for a it completely was, it was in, different theater. It was in the time of tragics, you know? Right, <laughs> right. He took that story and he just ran with it um so it's a completely different jason and it depends on what you want to think of it but yeah that's how the story goes that's really how the story ends is basically medea rides off on some dragons medea does literally fucking everything it should be called medea and the golden fleece it really i'm all right ladies it's really it's 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 tyler perry's medea and the golden fleece oh my god they should (laughs) they really should but but jason one day He's just sleeping on the Argo. At this point, he's he's a shell was, of the man he once was. And the Argo was a shell of the ship it once was. It's, it's in it's, disrepair. It's, it, it itself is a reflection on the state of Jason and the once, like, proud and... Glorious yeah, uh, I'm sure quest. Trojan, I'm sure the Trojan War is over by now. Yeah, like, like all, all of his is, friends are just gone. All this has happened. So much has passed. And Jason is just this old withered shell, just like the boat. And, you know, just part of the boat, one of the masts just breaks and falls on him as he's sleeping and crushes him to death. It's like the thing about Euripides Mardia is it wasn't well received because it was such a bummer. It's fucking and a it buzzkill. It's a, it's a downer, dude. It really is. But that's the end of Jason's story. Like and like that's up to you if you want to decide if Jason and Medea lived happily ever after in Thessaly, which is probably what the original. It's probably story. what uh, Apollonius and Flaccus wrote about. But fucking, but fucking Euripides was like, no, it turned the, into a Greek play. No, the end of Jason is this shit's tragic, you know? right? Jason. So it's up, so it's up to you really how you want Jason and Medea's story to end. I prefer the Jason that is all like noble and you know prefer, gets with Medea, yeah, and is happy. I prefer her or Jason. He's just like no. I love the 
this this witch Medea who has done everything for me because because she's fucking awesome because she's fucking awesome and she's so in love with me and I'm in love with her and right that's, that's good right that's, that's I it. I prefer the happily ever after ending but it's up to you guys what you think I definitely recommend your Bidia's Medea if you want like that sort of tragic it's um, oh it's a it's a classic tragic it's got, like, the, play the cruel irony like we mentioned at the end oh yeah yeah I mean you know the only the only way you get more classic and tragic if you're gonna read Oedipus or some shit like that. God, right. So, you, you know, you're going to try and pass your AP lit. Just, you know, just do, do this. Just listen to Medea. It's good. Yeah. In the meantime, if you want, there's also the Jason and the Argonauts, which is the, to my knowledge, only, like, commercially successful, in quotation marks. Successful um, in quotations, for sure. Movie that was, like, 1963. It's, like, claymation. Right. Like. And it's actually the full story of Jason and the Argonauts. Obviously, with some, like, you know, liberations taken because of the cast and the time period. But basically, it's, like, catalogs his journey it's got the famous like skeleton fight it's really good it's probably on youtube at this point and there was like a 2001 that was made but i don't know if that's any good but really fucking petition hollywood get jason the argonauts up as a new blockbuster because it's so good it would be such a good story basically it's the avengers of antiquity ancient greece like you know you you've got the rockets hercules this fucking ride from there fuck yeah bring him in make make the make the antiquity verse right antiquiverse so fucking good and it's got it's got like the who's who of greek mythology at the time it's great it's so good definitely love it so that's that's the story that's the the rise and the fall and the tragedy of Jason and, and the Argonauts, and the Golden, Golden Fleece. Fleece. It's got dragons. It. It's got witches. It's got like high seas piracy adventures. It's got multiple occasions of a kingly type trying to marry a younger bride, right. even though he's got a wife. It's all circular, yo. It all, it all. The spokes it, of the wheel keep going. Yo, time it, it goes in a circle. It's got like the heroes of antiquity. Uh, like the who's who which is my favorite part because it's just like whoever wrote these stories and told them which is like who was potentially potentially alive at the time let's just put them all together in one sort of story and that's great I love it it's like a fan fiction of Greek mythology it's like a fan fiction of Greek mythology it's so good and all these guys, all these guys were on the Caledonian board too. We're gonna have yeah. to do that story too. Someday. Oh my god, I love the Caledonian board in Atlanta. Because we're gonna tell about Atlanta, the only girl in Malaga. And oh my god, it's so good. You'll get that. So this is a little sneak peek of that. But uh, this Jason and the Argonauts is. Jason and the Argonauts. We went the whole time without a Josie and the Pussycats reference. Ears to ears, right? Tails to and ears for hats. Jason and the Argonauts sailing on the adventurers. And with that, we we give you the end of Jason the Argonauts. I recommend looking up many stories about it. It's great. Again, with all mythology, it's slightly different no matter how you tell. Oh, you got all these different authors throughout different centuries. Who retell it again and again, different people, different times, you know, whatever. Yeah. But just like, you know, just, I really recommend looking it up because it's a great fantasy story. It's a great early hero's journey. I mean, this this shit takes place before Odysseus. Like, this is an odyssey in itself. 
right before the Odyssey. It's great. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thank you guys so much for sticking with us, for spreading the word. You guys are awesome. That's right. Tell people about Drunk Mythology. Yeah, you guys are rating us on iTunes, which is amazing. You're rating us on Google Play. Tell, tell about us on your social media. Just tell a friend, like, hey, I heard you like mythology. I think you like, like hey, do you like drunk history? Do you like mythology? How about smashing the two into an unofficially licensed drunk and mythology? Just some amateur podcast with two people who drank a lot. Who drank a lot and... For a- your entertainment. Are you not entertained? And have approximate knowledge of many things. We've listen. We've read this story. I've fucking read Euripides Medea here. Like, let's let's do this. Yeah. If you guys have a favorite part of the Jason the Argonaut story, or if you guys want to hear any other Greek story, or just any other stories, please feel free to email us at drunkmythology.com or comment on our Facebook Drunk Mythology or our Instagram Drunk Mythology Podcast or our Twitter. We're all over the place. Yeah, exactly. Just talk to us. We're all over the place, but we will get back to you. Yeah. Drop us a direct, ma- uh, direct mail message. We're small enough that we actually read everything you guys post, which is amazing. Especially, yeah. No. Thank you guys so much for continuing to support us. We really appreciate it as we move into the new year. Spread the word. Tell the stories. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you guys again for a new story. Bye!